Welcome to the Between Brothers Podcast. Once again, episode 26, we have the king himself with the crown rocking the jewelry today. (laughs) King Sean Gotti. We have the chancellor of charisma wearing his Pikachu crown, lightning striking. (laughs) <laughs> Zero. He used to be fast as lightning. Now he just make noise like thunder. <laughs> Zero. And of course, I ain't Polo Sunshine today. It ain't Ralph though. It ain't Ralph though. This is JC Penny. Twelve ninety nine. The Duke of Devon Hands. Lando man. Uh, uh, appreciate everybody who's been tuning in so far. Feel free to tune in on Spotify. Uh, that's where most of our stuff is going to be done. Um, and also, we should begin some clips uploaded on YouTube. So make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel. We'll be posting a link here on Facebook um, once we release this episode uh, Wednesday. But uh, how was y'all week, man? Zero, start us off, man. How was your week? You had some big news. Yeah. I'm a girl dad. <laughs> you and I'm having another little girl. Her name's going to be... Her name's going to be Gabriella Pauline. Gabriella like, um, Pauline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Pauline was... Um, is dedicated to her... To... My wife's grandmother okay and gabriella because um yeah we ain't gonna do the same thing as other folks but if we were having a boy his name was gonna be gabriel so we okay. ch- so we chose uh, yeah so we chose uh gabriella it was like it was basically like on the fly to, yeah so but um yeah that was the big news, and uh, coming finding out on the same day that uh, my wife's grandmother has uh, has made a really outstanding recovery from what I told y'all last week. <laughs> yeah, I was just about Call to ask you about that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she uh, she needs to she needs to uh, have it, she sounds well. But she still needs to have like um, yeah, do like speech exercises and things of that nature. But yeah, it was like. All week has been always been good. I mean, um, that's what's up, man. Yeah, so yeah, it's been a it's been a good week, except for uh, except for Friday. 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 No, Thursday I had Seven Eleven chicken. Friday I was diarrhea all day. Never eat Seven huh? Eleven chicken. Oh <laughs> no! <laughs> Yo, you I won't mean it. <laughs> Yo, and not the buffalo, not not the buffalo style, because the buffalo style, you know, that that made my stomach gallop like a motherfucker. <laughs> I, I, I've had buffalo, the buffalo wings from Seven Eleven. I ain't never had them. Well, what's it called? I got the bubble guts because somebody didn't know how to cook them right. It was like, yo, Damn. microwave on microwave on five minutes, not four fifty-five. We need to get that right. Damn, the extra five seconds got my stomach on. <laughs> but yeah, I was good at the end of the day. So you know, yeah. But yeah, yeah, definitely, 
I had to work with that too. I almost shit myself like three times. So I was like, the charisma oh, held it in. The charisma held it in. I see. I see. It's like you too charismatic to shit on yourself. But he wasn't too <laughs> he, he, unfortunately, he wasn't too charismatic to get sick. But uh, <laughs> that's why the devil is reigns supreme. But <laughs> Yeah, it only raised supreme because he didn't have any bad wings. <laughs> Good wings or bad wings, your boy always prevail. No, but uh, but man, congratulations, man! I just have one Sorry. thing before King Sean to add uh, to your news, uh, King Sean. You know what that means when you had three girls, right? What's it mean? It means you are a hoe. And you will always be a hoe. Hey, what I, what I, hey, first thing I, first I, first thing I said to him when he told me, I said, oh, you must have been a hoe back in your, your day. <laughs> and I was the, but that was the thing. It was like, uh, my wife was like, why do they keep on saying that? I was like, look, <laughs> I was, it was like, it ain't true, but it is what it is. <laughs> hey, man, if he was put, if he was, if he was, uh, was, I said, uh, it's either that or you ain't even putting in no work. One of the two. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> nah, I put in plenty of work. <laughs> plenty of work, plenty of time. Actually, I believe that is the truth. Uh, that you, when you put in the work is when you had the girl because when when it was a uh, when I was with the I got two girls and both came when I was over here putting in all kinds of work. Uh, <laughs> you know what so I'm so let me scale it back a little bit. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Now, now I have my boy. I have my boy. I should have been. You know, I'm, I was probably on the bottom or something. You know what I'm saying? Like, like you know, I just uh, I mean, I, but you know, I love my cocoa butter, but I want I thought for sure I was having. Well, for my last one, but um, but congratulations, man! Thank uh, you. I told him I was gonna call him a hoe on the podcast, so he was prepared for this. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, King, <laughs> King Sean, man, how was your week, my brother? Hot, very hot. <laughs> yeah, the hot. Hey, wait, hold on. Can you taste? Can you? I see you drinking. Can you taste? A little bit. I can taste fluid, but like a lot of like like actual food, I can't taste. I mean, I'm I'm starting to get it back just a little bit. It's crazy, mm-hmm. like because I don't notice it until somebody asks me, and then I'm like, damn, did I taste that? But, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, you better, hey, you better get that. Sweat, sweat your taste buds back in. <laughs> hey, I'm trying to tell you, man. It's been hot as hell out here this week, bro. That's yeah, that's pretty boy. much how my week been. Just been hot, Damn, hot, 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 hot. Been drinking water to. on top of water on top of water. Yeah, man. Well, shoot, man. Water, be, man. be safe out here, man. Be safe out there, man. Uh, shoot, man. I, I don't even... Man, my, my, week, my week's been going pretty good, man. Um... Uh, shoot, uh, my aunt, my aunt, she called me today. She's gonna come down here from New York um, in a couple weeks. So our aunt, I should say. So, you know, happy to hear that um, she called me today. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> uh, I'm trying to think, of, I should have probably been better prepared for this. I'm trying to think of something that happened um, this week. One thing that um, usually I, I try to be positive, but one thing, uh, we have a Facebook group 
um, for the listeners between brothers uh, podcast Facebook group on um, on uh, on Facebook and I we've had certain conversations or I posted about certain conversations especially lately um, which is one of the tops we're gonna get into one thing I don't like about the Facebook group though um, when it comes to the participation it's really not too much participation but um like people will just say things and don't comment yeah or like they'll say things and then when you ask them to elaborate they don't say anything one person um i forget his name but uh he said something uh about you know the difference the difference between how men and women are treated in sports and he said men are overpaid and overvalued and women are underpaid and undervalued and um and like I said, that's really going to be one of the topics of this of this podcast today. But um, one specific situation, and I was just like, "How?" And he was like, "Well, do the research." Well, the unfortunate thing for him is I'm always researching things, so I knew this info off the top of my head. I rattle it off, and then he goes, "Oh, my time is too valuable to be." But you asked to do the research, but you clearly didn't do the research. Because if you did the research, you would know that that's a fallacy. And now you bet. Now you're saying that I wasted time. I didn't. First of all, not get um, obtaining knowledge is never a waste of time. You know what I'm saying? Tell what was the like point of asking this? Tell me, man. Pick your battles, man. Pick your yeah. battles. You know what, what was the point so, of even saying anything if you were just going to go down that road? Yeah, you, you know so, exactly. So because this is like, a debatable question. Exactly. Well, especially the route that he took it, you know, because one person was like, yeah, they are. And then just didn't say anything after that. But he specifically said something. Then when someone challenged it on it, he was like, I ain't got time. And he's like, no, you had time to ask the question. You got time to respond to what I'm saying. You see what I'm saying? Because like, if he did the research, he would know that's a complete fallacy. Um, But I'm not going to get too deep into that. But that's something when it comes to conversations and debates that I've had on Facebook, um, you get that a lot where people just say things because it sounds good and they didn't do any legwork, um, kind of like what we were talking about pre, uh, prior to us really starting the podcast of, you know, doing the legwork, doing the research before they start saying stuff, uh, you know, so. that's definitely me though. Like I, I, I don't comment on something that I know I'm gonna have to keep on commenting back on, especially when I know a person like you is going to, like, we, I'm not going to say we disagree on everything, but we disagree on a lot of things. Yeah. So I know as soon as I have an opinion, you're going to have an opinion. So you got to keep on following up and having a rebuttal to it. And if you're not going to have the time to do it, don't even post nothing. Don't even comment. Like, <laughs> to, like I'm telling you, like, it's so much shit daily that I, I could say that we, we disagree on that. I want to comment on, but if I'm driving the truck and I'm doing work, I know I'm not going to be able to comment and, every five minutes. And also, so and also, even with me, like if I'm at the job, I'm not, you know. But he hit he. We asked his question on a Wednesday, and I'm off on Wednesdays. I got time today, yeah. you know. <laughs> <laughs> so you ain't. Got, but you know, he never. You know, it, if he would have just been like, "Hey, well," he said, "Look at the statistics," which I knew the statistics, and. Uh, if he would have, if he would have just posted statistics arguing against it, then you know, what I'm saying, hey, I'm wrong, I'll, and you know, if I'm wrong, I'll take my, 
But he didn't even want to do that much because there was no research to back his back up his statement. So, you know, when it comes to a difference of opinion, you know, yeah, I get it where you know you might not want to go back and forth because it's a it's opinion based, i.e., yeah. LeBron versus Michael Jordan, um, you know, Kobe versus Jordan or whatever, or, or you know, whatever a lot of sports topics are are normally about, but when it comes to something where you say check the facts and you don't have the facts, like you, there's no such thing as fake facts. You can have an opinion on the facts, but you can't you can't make up facts. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't just out of the blue say this and it's a fact with nothing to back it up. And yeah, that's what people, I think that gentleman had tried to do. Too many um, people take their opinions as facts. Exactly. And an opinion is never a fact. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, you can have an opinion on a fact, but you can't you can't push it as if it's factual. Yeah. You know, without anything, without any data or anything to back it up. But um, but yeah, so that, that I guess not not too much happened as far as anything else this week. Um, my uh, the Duchess family is in town this weekend, or I don't know how long they're gonna be in town for, but uh, they were in town. Um, and then, um, you know, uh, got the kids in, or getting the kids enrolled in the school and stuff like that. So that's been good. Um, but yeah, outside of that, man, uh, you know, we just we just um, on to a new month. Uh, on to a new month. Today is August first. Oh yeah, man. So zero is gonna be thirty nine tomorrow. We, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's the he's the oldest. He's the oldest member of the podcast. I think he turned forty six tomorrow. If I'm not mistaken. But uh, <laughs> finding another two weeks. Finding another two weeks. Hey man. So oh shoot, I didn't know. Um, I, yeah, you told me that. I forgot. So yeah, I definitely have to remember that. But um, but yeah, so we by the time this comes out, zero will be another year older. Um, thirty-five. Yeah, 35. thirty-five. Actually, thirty-five. He's two years older than me. Oh yeah, but, that KD um, age. That KD. Yeah. Hey man. Hey, soft KD. But anyways, um, <laughs> I do want his shoes though. Just the last want, ones. I don't want nothing in KDs. Shoot, okay. wear them, wear them outdoors. I mean, I need that cushion for my bad knees. <laughs> mm, see, 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 that? see, at his age, you know. But I shouldn't talk, man, because I pulled my hamstring running races and stuff. So I'm too fat for this stuff. But um, <laughs> but yeah. So um, on to the actual podcast info. Um, one thing I actually, because the, the other topic I want to talk about is probably going to be a long topic. I said that we we're gonna. It had something to do with men and women in sports, but um, I'm probably gonna say that I'm gonna say that for last. The first thing I'm gonna start off with is um, real quick. The NFL is starting the first the Hall of Fame game is Thursday. Is this Thursday? Yeah, it's, on next Thursday? it's on the fifth. It's on the fifth. So um, who is the Cowboys and who else? I can't Steelers. Cowboys, Cowboys Steelers. Steelers. Um, apparently, um, is it Blaine Gabbert who's the quarterback? For who? For Cowboys. For, for Dallas? Back, yeah. back it might, no, it's Andy Dalton, isn't it? Nah, he ain't Andy Dalton. Uh-uh. But, um, 
first of all, I, I actually next week I want us to um like do some research and stuff because I do want to uh talk about you know some preseason predictions as we get closer to the season, you know, records, who's gonna win the division. So, you know, um y'all try to do some research and you know have an objective point of view because I already know as a die easy Jets fan, we're gonna be a top three pick. But um <laughs> but um I guess now that the season is gonna be officially starting, what are your what are your early kind of opinions on how the all season has got gone and then how how you see the season projecting forward. I'll start with you, King Sean. I mean, specifically for my team, I think we're going to the Super Bowl this year. <laughs> this is just me. Uh, no, why, I, I, why is that, though? Why is that? I, I just feel like we have what we need to get over the hump as far as getting Lamar help, as far as the, the receivers. Mm-hmm. The only thing that I'm more worried about now is the actual uh, offense. Like, Greg Roman's offense was not appealing to me last year. It looked the same as it did 2012 with Kaepernick. It looks like mm-hmm. the same as it did in 2014 with Tyrod Taylor. So, when you got <clears throat> damn near 10 years worth of film on this offense, I don't think yeah. it's going anywhere. Yeah. But if they can, in some way, somehow, like, evolve the offense, put him under center more, do some more bootlegs and everything like that, which I think that we're doing, and which I've seen in practice, I feel like we can get over the next hump. The only thing is, Lamar caught COVID again, so... He's been out. Of, yeah, he's been out of uh, practice for the last two days, and I think he's got another eight days or so until yeah, he comes yeah. back. But uh, my 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 preseason pool, yeah, before we before preseason picks to go to the Super Bowl is Ravens and Bucks. Okay, that's what that's what I got. Okay, okay, that's what's up. Yeah, so uh, yeah, like I said, we'll we'll kind of reevaluate it as we get closer to the season. Um, probably the podcast before the season actually starts, we'll try to do. We'll just do an all NFL uh, podcast um, that that for for real preseason predictions and breaking down the whole season as a whole. But um, uh, zero, how do you how do you see kind of the season? How, what do you think of what happened in the off season, and then also kind of moving forward, how you see kind of things kind of playing out uh, early before uh, football is even snapped. All right, uh, how I see the offseason. Um, how it started, I'm really curious as to how this uh, whole uh, mandating but not mandating COVID thing is going to go. Because um, cause it's like, yeah, you could, um, it's like, you don't have to take the shot, but you have to take the shot. Oh, you, you don't, or you have to get the uh, vaccine was like well you don't have to take the vaccine but if you have but if you miss too many if uh too many players miss a game your team's gonna have to forfeit so going into the season if that's if that's gonna be the case there might be a couple of playoff teams that end up having too many players out that can cost them a win for them to even uh that could have them go from a number one or two seed to fighting for a wild card spot or even getting completely out of the playoffs even with the extra uh even with the extra wild card um spot that they have it's so gonna be pretty in the games this year yeah i think that's i think uh that's mm-hmm. what it's gonna be um you're yeah. if you if too many players <laughs> are um if too many players miss uh miss the game due to covid um they'll be forced to forfeit 
shoot. It was like if they had that last year, if they had that last year, you know, automatically the Broncos would have forfeited theirs because they had all their quarterbacks out. They try to get a, they try to get a, uh, they try to get their quarterbacks coach to play quarterback that game. It was like that. They they damn had a wide. Now they had a wide receiver play. Yeah, but he played quarter. They said he played quarterback in high school, so it was like yeah. I guess that meant something. Um, my, uh, I know it may be a stretch, but I, but as of right now, I think my uh, my Super Bowl prediction is going to be a rematch of last year. The Chiefs Bucks, I think, it may be a rematch of last year mm. because mm-hmm. um, because um, I think uh, I think the Chiefs because um. That's to say, if the Chiefs have fixed their um, offensive line problems, yeah, if they, they, if they fix, they've got they've gotten offensive linemen, um, but you know it takes time for offensive lines. To yeah, start. I think it's they're like, probably gonna struggle in the first part of the season. Yeah, if they if they gel well during the season, I don't see anybody really stopping that offense. So, and like like you said, the uh, if they can get some consistency in the run game because. Uh, um, Edwards Hilaire went from went from he um, oh he's going to be an early rookie of the year candidate to being the third back yeah being the third back and not knowing if he's even gonna uh, if he's ever gonna start for the rest of the year but I mm-hmm. but the thing about it is I don't I don't want to count the because I like the Ravens pick but I don't I don't want to count the Chiefs out and mm-hmm. uh, I don't see. And really, besides Green Bay or um, maybe even St. Louis, or not St. Louis, uh, the L.A. Rams, I really don't see anybody that's, I really don't see anybody who's going to overtake the Bucs, especially when they got every single player from that team back. Yeah, Yeah, every every starter is back. I don't, that's pretty hard to do in today's NFL as well. I want to I want to say something real quick before Lando goes. Yeah, <laughs> two more things that I wanted to also point out to. Notice that nobody said was saying anything about Deshaun Watson until he started reporting for the training camp. That's when the charges and everything started coming back up. And another thing too, this is on somebody else. Aaron Rodgers and Devontae oh Adams goodness. are about to finesse the shit out of Green Bay. They are about I, to finesse the hell out of Green I, I felt like he did con- that anyway. His contract is up. After next season, yes, sir. Yeah, I felt yeah, like he I'm did that anyway. Devontae Adams wants a new deal now as well. And Aaron Rodgers has basically told Green Bay, the only reason why people come to Green Bay and play is because of me. Like, this ain't no vacation spot. Like, so without me, you have nothing, <laughs> which is kind of the truth. But it's not, though. I agree. But I think... When he leaves, no, I'm saying like, shit. like nobody comes to Green Bay. True, like you know what I'm True. saying. Like, it's like who, who have y'all True. signed to say? For I don't. Dream? Don't it feel like <laughs> it feel like Green Bay? So even with Aaron Rodgers being there, it feels like Green Bay is like a last resort. It's like, damn, man, I didn't want to go here. Let me just go to yeah, Green I, Bay. I, I can't think of any good. But Green Bay doesn't even operate that way. They pick up big free agents, so it's like, who's come there for him to feel that way? Yeah, yeah. I think the biggest I, free agent they. Yeah, who who is the biggest free agent that they've got? What Preston Smith? Uh, I ain't Preston about to, Smith, Darius Smith, but I ain't about to go into the Green Bay Packers roster today. 
Um, oh, nobody uh, is. I'm just saying. <laughs> but, uh, I, think when, I think when Aaron leaves, Devontae leaves as well. I think he's yeah. going with him. Yeah, Devontae is going to go wherever Derek Carr goes. He's hinted. He's hinted to that um, on some radio shows that I've heard him on. So, uh, but um, I guess y'all got a lot of faith in the Bucks. I don't to do what they did last year. I think they caught lightning in a bottle, similar to the Giants the two years that they won. Um, I don't think I don't see them doing that again. Uh, personally. But um I do just for the simple to... fact that they know who they are now. And yeah, and, and then also that... also they, they also had um health on their side too that is hundred percent and that's and that's what I was about to say. Barring injury, I, I don't see no reason why the Bucks don't get that. Um I'm especially going... bringing back every single person you, you had on your team last year. Yeah, I'm I'm actually I'm I'm actually going I, I don't I'm going with Seattle personally, Seattle and, and uh Chiefs, but I don't see I don't I only see I see an NFC West team making it to the Super Bowl. So that's where um you know, of course I could be wrong. Nah, uh, I think I yeah, I, 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 San Francisco maybe. I see LA team. over yeah. Seattle. Yeah, if anybody see, see, see LA LA makes sense because of uh, because their defense has stars all over the defense, yeah. so LA makes sense. But I don't trust Matthew Stafford, and that's mean- where that's where really when it comes down to me personally, when I think about Super Bowl um, contenders or you know guys being in the Super Bowl, really the way I think about it, and it's, and it's flawed, of course, but the way I think about it is, what quarterback can I trust? in both conferences the most. And I trust Russell Wilson the most in the NFC and Patrick Mahomes the most in the AFC. So that's why I go that way. I don't trust that Tom Brady can continue to, I know he had, he was rejuvenated this year or this past season, but I don't see him continuing on this path because a lot of people forget the Bucks struggled most of the season last season. So I when think they that, lost to the Chiefs is when they finally got it together. Yeah, and and they matched up. They actually matched up well with the Chiefs. So they they actually kind of ran into the best team to run into in the Super Bowl. But outside, I don't see them. Um, I, I see them. I don't. I see them starting to look old in the middle of the season because their players are older. And so I think I think it's gonna. I think for them to. I don't see them as a one or two seed. So for them to have to go through that gauntlet again, I personally don't see it. But of course, once I do more research, that can change where we're just spitballing here. But just off the top of my head, that's who I got going. Um, but uh, uh, let me ask you, let me ask you all a question before we uh, move on. Good. Do you think, because I just thought about, do you think um, if Devontae Adams moves on to another team after this year, do you think he may go down the same route as Marvin Harrison if he do, if he goes to another team and he struggles with a different quarterback? Wait, Marvin Harrison went to another team? No, 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 no. Like, not not that Marvin Harrison went to another team, but because Marvin Harrison's success was, was so with Peyton. Yes. Do you th- do you think that um Devontae Adams will even fall into 
fall into that trap where it's like, oh, the only reason why you're successful is because you had Aaron Rodgers as your quarterback. I think I think if he picks the right team, that won't happen. The, the right team with the right quarterback. But I think he's. I think the difference with Marvin Harrison. Um, Marvin Harrison one pretty much spent his entire career with Peyton Manning outside of maybe a year or two. And two, because um, talent-wise, Marvin Harrison wasn't on that level as a, uh, like, just pure talent-wise as a Devontae uh, Adams. I was about to, so I that's why. My, my question to you, to rebuttal, is do you think <laughs> Devontae Adams is not nice without Aaron Rodgers, I'm guessing? No, 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 no. No, I think he's great no matter what quarterback would be throwing to him. I just didn't, I was just thinking that if he doesn't, because I'm not thinking that that would happen. I'm just saying, would the per, would the uh, perception be? Is he not? Is he not a great wide receiver without the reason without why, um, Aaron Rodgers throwing him the ball? The reason why I don't think that would ever be the narrative with him is because uh, everybody how great Aaron Rodgers is. Yeah, and not only that, not only that, how many people. Like everybody, I think for the most part understands that if you a wide receiver has a bad quarterback, he's not going to be as productive. Gotcha. You know, so but you know, I've always had the belief that a quarterback statistically is only as good as his wide receivers. So like when people were like, "Oh, Tom Brady's had nothing but terrible wide receivers," I I I uh, I agree with that to a certain extent. I thought he had average receivers, and yeah. for the most part. Until he got great receivers, he was a 25 touchdown, 12 interception guy. Yeah. You, know, you can literally look it up. I remember I said that him and Benad years ago statistically were the same quarterback and statistically had the same wide receivers. Everybody called me stupid. And I literally just was like, well, yeah, they're like 25 and 12 guys. And then my manager at the time looked it up and it was 23 touchdowns, 11 interceptions, 25 touchdowns, 12 interceptions. Like they, I, I, statistically, they were almost identical. But Tom Brady had the three Super Bowls. But um, um, but yeah. So that's why. And then when Tom Brady finally got elite receivers, he breaks the record for touchdown passes in the season. Yeah. So you know, or an elite receiver, one of the greatest receivers, arguably top top three or four receiver of all time in the ball. So, um, so yeah, that's where I think about um where you're coming from with that. But uh, speaking of which, with the um. With the going from the NFL all season to the NBA all season, where a big trade happened. But before we get to the big trade, before we get to the big trade, did anybody look at the NBA draft? Look, I only saw yo. I only saw one picture. <laughs> I um, I'm pretty sure Lando hasn't seen it. But Sean, have you seen the movie Roll Bounce? Yes, sir. Yeah, definitely. There, okay, so somebody took a picture of I forgot it was the first guy. I think it was Jalen Green. Uh, he had the uh, son he, with the bell bottoms. Yep, they say he looked like sweetness from Roll Bounce. <laughs> See, I don't get that reference. I don't get that reference. So because uh, uh, sweetness, he was like he had the big fro. He had what like movie did he play in? Um, he was also in that uh trash movie uh crossover. 
Yes, he was in Cross yeah, Over. Yeah, Cruz. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like he was trying to threaten my eligibility. <laughs> Yo, son. Yo. Yo. <laughs> Yo, who is this guy, yo? <laughs> yo. First of all, first of all, the floral pattern seafood shirt. My man thought he was styling. And not only that, the jacket was way too big. Yo, it was diamond like, and crested. <laughs> Yo, I'm like, I'm like, if you don't get that, like a rhinestone cowboy jacket up off it. Yo, my man, yo, my man was on the uh, Jackson Five Variety Hour in that junk. (laughs) Yo, he thought about this for at least a year. Yeah. Yo, and not not only that, not only that, I think I kind of heard in the background. Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Can you feel it? Yo, leave that man alone. When I saw that, son, yo, I yo, was like, he was styling. Nothing, nothing against gay people, but when I saw that outfit, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm like, he came out without coming out, like without making an announcement. Like, you know, I, I, don't, I don't know what was going on, my man. But I watched a, a part of the draft. I didn't follow college basketball. I'm not a huge college basketball guy, but I do try to follow some of the guys who they project to be top picks throughout uh-huh. the season. I didn't follow college basketball at all last season because um, I'm not huge into just I really don't care for the tournament. Even though that's what most people care about, I actually care more about the regular season, and it wasn't much of a regular season, so I really didn't know anybody there. But the suits over there were god awful. Like this is the worst. This is the worst suit year I've seen for the NBA draft (laughs) ever. And it all started with even worse than the long, the the long ones in LeBron's class. (laughs) Yes. 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 Yo, because those suits look like they were juveniles the going to juvie. Yeah. That, those... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, damn, man, I gotta go to this court date again. Just just get just pick anything yeah, off yeah. the rack. Yeah, like, yeah, like they, it literally looked like all them in that those that year was just wearing, you know, thugging out their suits or whatever. But <laughs> um with the extra baggy suits. But like that. That was unacceptable. Last I was year. saying, Le- LeBron was sitting there with the finger up, with the with the big ass pimple on his nose and shit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, he was eighteen, man. He had some acne issues, man. <laughs> that didn't sound like an issue. <laughs> Yo, that pimple was making a statement. <laughs> that yeah, pimple got so. paid a lot of money by Nike. The uh, <laughs> yeah. the um, but uh, the the uh, the big trade. See, I, I first of all, um, the broken news mafia strikes again because we had said there is no way Damian Lillard goes to the Lakers. Only Lakers fans believe that, and <laughs> for whatever reason, oh man, we getting Dame. Stop it. And um, now Westbrook ends up with the Lakers. Um, King Sean, I'm going to shoot this to you. 
What do you think that did for the Warriors? I knew it was coming to be first. Yeah, what do you think that did for the Warriors? Man. I mean, I'm 50-50 with it. I don't like it, but I mean, I like it. Like, I don't know. Like, for what I heard, they said LeBron, Wade, I mean, LeBron, Russ, and AD had this conversation about two weeks ago about linking up, I guess, at Brian's house. But they said for it to work, AD was going to move to the five and Brown was going to move to the four and pretty much be like a, a point forward, like Draymond is. <laughs> when when has LeBron not been a point forward? Is when hey, yeah, I know, LeBron right? Is, <laughs> that's, that's the, I said the same thing. But, uh, basically, a lot of people were saying as well, which I agree with, that most of the time when you have a big three, somebody has to take a step back. And the person that's going to have to step back is going to be LeBron because it can't be AD and it can't be uh, Russell Westbrook. Mm. I Being think a- I think I think it, I think LeBron wants to step back. To be honest, yeah, I, I, I do too. I do too. Yeah, I, I do too. And um, so I still think they. I think I think they can be efficient. One thing I don't think Russ is going to lead. I think Russ might lead the team in points, but I think that's about it. I don't think he's going to lead the team in assists or rebounds with AD. No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. But but points, I think that's going to work and. I mean, as far as now, I just think they need to put some shooters around. That's that's, that's most important. You no, know, you know, I actually don't think Russ leads in points. But um, you think AD leads in points? One hundred percent. One hundred percent. Yeah, I remember. Like a lot of people, a lot of people forget that um, KD won what three or four scoring titles with Russ next to him, and Paul George led the team in scoring when they played together. Uh, like Russ has only led the. T- Bradley Beal was second in the league in scoring. Russ has only led the team in scoring when he's been the guy. He's never, you know what I'm saying? Like when there's been another elite scorer next to him, he's never led the team in scoring. Um, so I think people, you know, with the whole Russ being a selfish player type of narrative um, hurts him. But when you really look at who he's played with, when there were times where he, he definitely um, kind of overshot the ball when it came to the fourth quarter. Um, when KD was on the team, especially um, where he was being selfish in those time, in those times, uh, same thing with Paul George because there was a game where Paul George was actually kind of hot, but then when the game got close, he just kind of took the game over, even though Paul George was cooking. Um, so I think situationally, situational awareness has been Russell Westbrook's biggest issue, and I think LeBron's going to help him a lot with that. Um, but. Uh, and I think Russell Westbrook, his energy is going to bring up the Lakers. But I'll get more into that in a second. Uh, Zero, what do you think about the uh, about the deal? Yeah, it, I don't like the deal because because um, I like I understand it because um, if like you like you alluded to, if LeBron is going to be the one to take the step back. You brought in Westbrook to be to be more so the I would say the primary ball handler because he's capable of doing that. But you needed shooters, and you could have gotten uh, you could have gotten because they they were close to getting a deal. They were close to making a deal to get a Buddy Heald, but. Um, the trade pieces for the Buddy Heel deal went to went to um, 
Washington. So it's like you need he's like the the issue that you have is shooting and you opted to go to you opted to go with Westbrook. It's like I understand the deal, but I don't like it. Um yeah, the only thing I like about it is like it's a change in the pace in half court. Like how like Braun slows everything down, but like Russ is able to speed things up in the half court whenever. So I mean I like that. That's about it. <laughs> yeah, because so like somebody can get to the rack at all times, if that makes sense. Because what's that. his name? Because I was listening to the Max Kellerman show, and Max Kellerman said that the Lakers he said um the Lakers turned um he, he said the analogy was you could turn a dollar into four quarters, but you can't turn four quarters into a dollar. But he said uh, that with the Westbrook deal, the Lakers turned four quarters into a dollar and 20 cents. Uh, I, di- I didn't get the analogy. <laughs> I don't even know why you even said that. Like, <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like muting you for saying that. Like what, what, what? Like, like is, so what, it's like- going on with that? I think he was trying to say that because of what because of what they gave up that Westbrook that the Lakers won the deal with the we have with trading Westbrook and giving up and basically giving up uh how yes. Kuzma KCP yes yeah yes. so it was like so that I guess that's where he was going with it like they got even more value getting Westbrook in the yes. two first round picks than what they than what they yes. gave up to 100%. get him. 100%. 100%. So, I think I think everybody who thinks the Lakers need a shooting is wrong. Reason being, now, these players are older now, but when you think of the Miami Heatles, Ray Allen was a shooter. Name, name, name any other great elite shooter that was on that team. Man, you Mike be sleeping Miller. on Mike Miller. Mike Miller, <laughs> who barely played? Who barely played? No, he but was he's there. Not gonna, no, he's no, not he's not got a three or one shoe on. No, I'm not saying. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, Mike Miller. I'm not saying that he barely played minutes. He was injured most of those years. Shane Batty Shane Battier wasn't no shooter, and two, but he was a good defensive. Mario Chalmers was not a shooter. Like you see them, that's what you talk about. Average shooters who was able to hit open threes. So you talk about I Mario Chalmers, uh, Mike Miller. But when Ray Allen was there, he was always hurt. Um, uh, What's his name? Uh, Or you have Ray Allen. That's two shooters. There's two shooters. Man, those down is Haslam. But you gotta think of the. I know, I know. I'm playing. You gotta think of the the game though. That was ten years ago till now. All right. Yes. Thank you for bringing that up. Because guess something. Guess what? The last three NBA champions didn't have a lot of shooters. If you didn't notice. A hundred percent. You see what I'm saying? The game. The now you you had to have shooters to keep up with the Warriors. The Warriors ain't getting to the finals no more. That whole dynasty is done. It's dead. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, 
And also, all right, what about Brooklyn? Let, though Kevin Kevin Durant's the only elite shooter, the only elite three-point shooter, because James Harden is about average three-point shooter, and so is Kyrie. K- KD's the only elite three-point shooter. But again, what beat them? Size beat them. Physicality beat them. LeBron is physical. AD can be physical. It couldn't flow. It couldn't flow right when you were trying can to say be it. physical. No, he can be physical. I'm not going to act like he's a, he's a physical beast. Russell like Westbrook. The Lakers is a championship next year. Yo, you, I was just, I was getting to that. I was getting to that. <laughs> now, is it bad? Is it bad? Is it bad? To Now, I'm a die easy Jets fan. And I rooted, I rooted for the Patriots to win when Darrell Reeves was there. Uh-huh. Like, that's that's when I officially became die easy. I'm like, yeah, I don't even care. As long as Reeves get a title. But it was one of those things where it's like, but that means Tom Brady get another title. And I don't like Tom Brady like that. Just like I don't like LeBron like that. But I need Wes to get that ring so people can shut up about my guy. So I don't, I am so torn with this. I'm so torn with Oh, no. First of all, first of all, my hate for Kevin Durant will always supersede my love for my hometown. Period. (laughs) I don't want to see Kevin Durant win a title ever again. He got two. Let him go with his two. (laughs) Let him go with his two. Let him go with his two. You know, I don't want him to see. I don't don't think Kevin Durant will win another title, honestly. And I, I hope he doesn't. I hope Milwaukee goes again and again and again and goes through Brooklyn to do it each time. That's what I hope. <laughs> That's what I hope. So my guy Giannis can be in the finals. And then look, let, but the only thing, and you know, it's nothing against LeBron. I just know that if LeBron wins a fifth championship, the MJ LeBron talk is going to come back up. And I ain't trying to hear that. So that's why I'm so torn. When it came to Tom Brady, he was already the GOAT anyway. So it didn't bother me that much. Like everybody was like, all right, he the GOAT. But LeBron, I do not. I'm not trying to see those posts again. I'm not trying to hear Shannon Sharp go scale, scale, go James, go James. Yeah, I'm done. Hey, you, you already know. I'm not. Hey, you already know what they do yesterday, skill. What skill? (laughs) Skill. What he do yesterday, skill. But, but masterpiece for for. If Westbrook, if, if, all right, here's, here's how I would accept the LeBron championship, okay? If Westbrook win finals of the game, that's it. That's all oh, I need. No. <laughs> I don't, no, don't get me wrong. I don't think that's going to happen. But that's how I will feel. It will make me feel good if he wins <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, that's why I think that a lot of people are getting, you know, the, the whole, they need a shooting. Even Lakers fans are saying they need a shooting. And it's like, no, nah, they really, they really don't. Because like I said, the, outside the Warriors, no, and like in all honesty, outside the Warriors, the five-year um, championship appearance run of the Warriors, no team had elite shooting all across the team. Not a single one. 
like when you you know what I'm saying so that's why I'm like I think people saying the Lakers need shooting is overblown they need playmakers they need guys who can allow Create. LeBron allow LeBron to take a break and still be good you know what I'm saying because Russell Westbrook his last couple years he goes he, he starts out kind of slow and then by the end of the season he's an MVP candidate so like you that's what LeBron needs he needs LaRus to be the MVP candidate so he can take a step back so he can be wrestling for the playoffs and win his fifth championship. They say they're still in the run for DeMar DeRozan and the Suns is praying Chris Paul. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, Chris Chris Paul and Russell Westbrook, their games don't mix. So I wouldn't, you know, I, if I'm Chris Paul, I'll probably stay with Phoenix. But um, but when it comes to DeMar DeRozan, he, uh, he if they get him, that's where you're like, I they they're they're missing they're missing the ball because not saying that they don't need they they do need some shooting and Demar Derozan ain't that guy uh, a Joe Harris type of player even though he was airballing threes in this conference finals uh, so I don't want to hit Joe Harris specifically I think Demar Derozan that type is a good enough player. shooter though like he's a clutch shooter he but he's more mid range though and I think he needs three points. Yeah, he's not an elite three-point shooter or even an adequate three-point shooter for you to think that he's gonna make those when you need him. Really, now, I, I don't, I don't know what because really since he, this past you trust season, him more than you trust Russell. Nah, they, they're probably the same for me. But again, Russell Westbrook brings so much more to the table than you know what I'm saying. So, so that's why when, like I said, they need whoever. Whoever is playing, whoever's that two guard next to next to uh, Russ has to be able to shoot the three. Or and if LeBron's going to be moving to the four, the the three has to be able to be an adequate three point. He don't have to be elite, but he has to be able to be a, a a catch and shoot. And that's why I think the Lakers have and why Kyle Kuzma didn't work well with the Lakers because he's not a real catch and shoot guy. And so Marquise Morris. Yeah, so they need they need a catch and shoot guy, and for that for that dynamic to work, like a Ray Allen was and a Mario Chalmers, because Mario Chalmers was an adequate three point shooter, and Ray Allen was an elite three point shooter. Also, they said JJ Redick is out there as well. And so I I, I don't like JJ Redick because he's um because he's small and white, so I don't think that works. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not mature right now. <laughs> <laughs> but I wasn't expecting that. <laughs> no, I was thinking white, that, but I wasn't expecting that. White, white, <laughs> especially older white players and undersized white players, they're such a liability defensively because of their athleticism. <laughs> and he's going to be playing shooting guard, which is going to destroy him in the You Western ain't nothing but a liability, CJ. <laughs> 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 that's, where, that's, where, that's why I wouldn't take. I would. I would get. I would. I don't even know because uh, we're kind of going off the top. I don't. I would have to look at you know guys who are available and see who can like what they call them three a, a three and D player. Three and D. Yeah. yeah, a three and D player would work. Not Danny Green because I don't. He, he's Hell no. Yeah, I don't think yeah. he recovered from them death threats when he was there playing for the Lakers and got the yeah, yeah. So yeah, I'm out on Dan Green, but you know he's like the go-to three and D player for some reason. But I don't, yeah, and I, but and I think, we're training for Robert Covington. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know, Buddy so, Hill was out there too. Buddy Hill, 
Yeah, so Buddy Hill, I my I haven't seen enough of Sacramento to know if he's a catch and shoot guy or if he's more of an off the dribble guy, but um like creating his own shot. But if he can be that catch and shoot type player, um yeah. then he yeah, okay. So um I would I would definitely you use somebody like him. I don't think the Lakers got any more pieces to trade for him though. And also I don't think that those pieces that they traded for Westbrook. I don't think they had to trade all that to get Buddy Hill, personally. But um, and also, if Dwight Howard comes back, like they like they're claiming that he may, um, he, which gives them size so. in the, which gives so. them which gives them size in the middle. And I I, don't, I think Marcus All should retire. Um, and Dwight Dwight Howard, to me personally, has always been a better player than Marcus All. So I would I would I would use I would want Howard to come back. And I think that's how it really works, but um, but yeah, I mean, go, go, going off of um, going off of the uh, to the next topic as far as um, this whole NFL and uh, season off season kind of what um Zero was talking about earlier, um, Corona, uh, thank God that um his uh, Zero's wife's grandmother, or I guess grandmother-in-law. Um, is getting is getting uh, better. Um, COVID has been spiking across the world. Uh, the NFL saying that everybody should get vaccinated. Um, the narrative now is that people are still getting sick because unvaccinated people are getting vaccinated people sick, which defeats the purpose of the vaccination, I guess you can say, because the vaccination is designed to stop I assume stop the vaccine and stop people the, the uh, stop people from getting sick or uh, help people from getting sick or if they get sick they recover easier or something like that. I don't know. Um, I have been vaccinated. I was used as a guinea pig by the Duchess. Why do I say that? Because she was like, "Oh, I'm gonna get the shot too." She gave me the shot. She's a nurse. She still ain't got the shot. Oh, so, so she was like, "Do you think I would give you?" a shot that I wouldn't use, that I wouldn't take myself, and <laughs> here we are four months later. <laughs> I got my- Yo, it's, it's, your, it's your book light again. Yo, it, yo it's your book light again. <laughs> it's the book light It's again. your book light again. <laughs> so, um, but I guess, Zero, I'm gonna start with you. Um, not necessarily on the sports side, just on the life side. Um, what do you think about this Delta variant that is um, that has been on the news lately? Because I honestly think that the Delta variant is something that the media made up so everybody gets vaccinated. And yeah, I'll deep I, into that. Yeah, I don't because it seems like every time um, <clears throat> it seems like. Every month is a new variant, isn't there? It's like soon it's gonna be it's like what in October is gonna be alpha. No, I think like, they pass alpha. They oh, they already passed like, alpha? Okay. Yeah, so. I think I think it, they they've been naming alpha beta. I don't know what's after beta, whatever. Um Charlie. Charlie, 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 yeah. Charlie, no, that was Delta. <laughs> Next is gonna be Echo. Like we're just gonna we're just gonna go with all military terminology for this. Like, no, no, beta's not military. Beta is Greek. Oh, okay, okay. Bravo's military. Bravo, bravo. Okay. 
But it, my my thing is, I think that I really feel it is. Uh, it may is like it's just my opinion, clearly, but it's I think it's just scare tactic to get people to take the vaccine. It's like you know, um, people already didn't like wearing masks. They mandated. It's like they basically try to mandate masks. People they didn't like try. it. So- <laughs> <laughs> They did. So I now, they, now it's like now it's like they're now they're mandating to get the vaccine. It's like, oh, this is deadlier than the last variant. It was like it was like I swore there's like 15 different variants before y'all actually uh, started giving out the vaccine. It's like I think, in my opinion, I think it's uh, just the way to get people to actually do it because there's even folks that that are like, how stupid is it for you to not get the vaccine? Yeah, it's, it's like, like start, it's like starting to turn like into a vaccine vax vaxer versus non-vaxer and yeah, you know, making the anti-vaxers seem stupid and like I said, I'm somebody who got yeah, make them seem like they're I, selfish or something. It's yeah, like, look, and it's I'm, not I'm necessarily gotten vaccinated. I don't feel that way. But yeah, because yeah. it's like because um, it's not because um, at, even at my job, it was like, hey, um, have you been vaccinated yet? I could be around nobody. My said my superintendent come around the corner. Have you been vaccinated? No. Well, since you're not six feet away from somebody, I need you to put a mask on. It was like the only reason why I'm not six feet away from somebody is because you just poked around you the corner. Up on me. You just walked <laughs> up on me. Like what, what are we doing here? But I was like, I, I was like, I don't even know if I can even. It was like I'm not. I'm skeptical of taking the thing. It's like not necessarily that I don't. It's not necessarily that I don't want to. It was like I'm thinking about what what side effects could happen to me if I go ahead and take it. Cause and then nobody knows what it what it no still nobody can tell me what what it is that because what was it? It was a respiratory and they said it was respiratory, so it was and then all of a sudden it was like a it was bloodborne. That it was respiratory. That it was airborne. It's like y'all can't even tell me what it is. Like you, you can't tell me how it is that it can be. Um, how somebody can contract it, but then you want me to just stick a needle in my arm and take a vaccine for something that it looked like y'all just made up. It was like let's put some corn sugar and some shit and just say it's uh it's the fucking vaccine. Like, I don't know. It's like I may be wrong about what I am saying, but the thing about it is not that I'm not is I'm not gonna take something that I don't really understand fully. And I really think it's a it's a I really think it's something that makes that you're trying to scare somebody into doing it. Like the NFL thing. Hey, forfeiting some game checks and some uh and some wins if you don't uh if you don't play if you don't uh, get this vaccine. Too. That's it's like it's separate. It's like separating locker rooms and separating folks outside. Like you said, vaccinators versus non non vaccinators is like it, it. don't make any sense to me, honestly. <laughs> I ain't I ain't got a flu shot in years, and I ain't caught the flu. So that's how I feel about the vaccine. Like, but I mean. I caught COVID. You, so. Yeah, I'm saying. Yeah, I caught COVID. Oh, I caught COVID. No. That was it. <laughs> it was a mad song. Mad song. Yo, you saw it. Yo. But I ain't not a 
but I <laughs> But did you die? Right, <laughs> <laughs> like, that's how I feel about it, man. Like, like I feel like you, like you said, man, it's scary tactics, man. I'm not. I, 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 you can't, you can't read too much into media these days, man. Social media, but especially like the media is on the news. Like you, you just gotta take from it what you want, man. And you gotta be mindful of what you take from it. Like, Pouch used to always tell me, you can't believe everything you see on TV, and that goes for the news too. They yeah. show you what they want to show you. Yeah. They don't show you everything. They yeah. A bunch of a bunch of people get killed every day. They don't show that on t- on TV every day. Yeah. But they'll show you something about COVID cases. And like yeah. you said. Most some of it is is, is is fabricated just because a lot of people ain't dying from COVID. So again, it's all scare tactics, man. Everybody had their beliefs. Everybody had their reasons for doing what they want to do. My dad got the vaccine, but he decided to get it because he's around more than a hundred people a day, which I am too. But mm-hmm. when I'm around people, I mask up. Like I, I wear it under my chin as soon as I don't, I'm away from somebody. But if I'm going, if I know I'm going somewhere where it's crowded, it's a lot of people. Or a business or something like that, where I know somebody's gonna be around, or I know somebody's gonna have a problem with it, then I just go ahead and mask up for mm. two seconds. It's just so, courtesy, man. Because people just be dirty out here anyway. It don't even have to be yeah. COVID. Yeah, facts. Yeah, so, so they can be bleeding from their eyes, and they think they all good. Yeah. So here's here's the uh, like I said, I'm somebody who got vaccinated. So um, and I'm I, I why, why did I get vaccinated? Even though I don't believe in the vaccine Um, because I figured that they were going to lead to this anyways. So I was like, let me just get it out of the way. So, um, so, but with that being said, like I said, I think it's all media hype and I think it's always have, has been media hype. Um, I was, I was uh, one day months, months ago, I was like, yo, what happened to the flu? You know, I was like, I didn't see no ad for the flu shot. All the ads were for the COVID vaccine. And, but the flu, I think um, bad flu years have killed around 500,000 people, um, you know, on average. So it's just like, huh, well, why didn't they, why didn't they mandate masks and vaccines then? You know what I'm saying? So, and that's, that. Not, not, I'm talking about 500,000 people for the respiratory issues, not even just like the overall flu. We're talking about just respiratory issues that the flu causes. So um, even with the mask, like um, the the peer reviewed study that said that masks are the, one of the most effective things wasn't was actually a peer reviewed study, which is supposed to be the best studies for science was hamsters. Hamsters were the uh, control group, not even people. So the six foot rule, um, it was was a strange thing too. And the six foot rule, some people who, you know, I got a friend of mine who, uh, who thinks science is everything, doesn't believe in God. It's funny because it's like, science is observation and at times assumptions made off of observations. Because that's why there's more theories than laws when it comes to science, because a lot of these things are very hard to prove um, in the overall grand scheme of things. So, um, 
you know, matter of fact, I posted a picture months ago um, of, and this is how sheep-like people are, because I've shown this picture to many people. And they're like, oh, you know, well, I put the mask on this and the other. On the instructions for the mask that I had, the there was eight directions. The last four were talking about how ineffective masks were when it comes to the spread of viruses. On the mask. On the mask. And people were still like, you got to mask up. And if you're sick, you probably should. Just, yeah. just to protect yourself and protect other people. You probably should. But based off of many studies, masks aren't actually that effective when it comes to controlling disease. Because even though you don't breathe through or the, the mask doesn't get, the air doesn't go projectiling out six feet, that doesn't mean what the air that escapes from the mask through the sides and thing just go into an, uh, 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 an abyss of like a black hole and nobody ever breathes it in. You see what I'm saying? So that's where the um, the misleading information comes from based off of observation. Because they're like, oh, well, when you breathe, if you sneeze, you project out up to six feet. Well, one, that's if you sneeze or if you project out um, saliva from your mouth. It has nothing, it has more to do with like the air particles, things of that nature. So it's just like, you know, like I said, it doesn't, the, the, the air that escapes the mask just doesn't disappear. You know what I'm saying? It, it goes somewhere. If it's up to six feet, why would the limit be six feet? Why not seven? <laughs> He's like, still gonna reach me, damn it. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so, so then, then, um, then the Duchess she see read an article saying that um that the C that the CDC were saying um that they should scale back on the COVID testing because the COVID testing has not been the most effective test, and why? Because it's actually not correctly, um. Uh, um, distinguishing the difference between the traditional flu and the COVID. And I was like, I think because COVID really is just a bad flu season, personally, but it's just, um, and I got uh, my, my friend, uh, DZ Flyboy, we were talking about it. He was like, man, I ain't playing with that. COVID is real out here. This is and the other. I know people who got COVID, one of his good friends got COVID. I'm like, People get sick all the time, so what? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, it's just like people get sick all the time, and the people who die from uh, a COVID or die from the flu usually have other ailments that can kill them, and it just compounds and they die. So it's just, um, you know, it's just one of those things where, like I said, it's it's very strange how the flu has disappeared. They're pushing this vaccine. And now they're starting to make it mandatable that you have to get the vaccine. And I don't even, and even though the FDA, who's a who's um who's supposed to be regulating these things, won't, will not approve the vaccine. The vaccine is not FDA approved and won't be for several years. So the fact that the government's trying to mandate it is should be unconstitutional. And I think that the spikes are, there probably are spikes, but I think the spikes may be overinflated 
combining flu with COVID because of course the testing doesn't distinguish the difference as well as it probably should. And they're combining them all. And notice they're not really talking about the deaths anymore. They're just talking about the cases. Yeah. And then it's scaring people into, man, we need to get this vaccine before we get sick. We need to get this vaccine before we get sick. And like I said, I'm not an anti-vaxxer. I'm not a vaxxer. I just think, um, you know, do whatever, do whatever, do whatever you got to do to make your life easier. So that's why I took the vaccine. But um, anything else y'all want to add before we move on? You know, this, uh, you know, this vaccine, the, uh, the scare tactic thing or the, uh, you know, when you said um, that they may be, um, that somebody who would pass away from the flu maybe or from COVID maybe from something else. It reminds me of uh, I watched this documentary Bigger, Stronger, Faster and this kid this kid hung himself and his father swore to God it was it was steroids that killed his son. It's steroids. He was taking steroids that killed him. But it was antidepressants that made him do what he did to himself but his father would not accept it it's like how the government is like oh did somebody die in a car crash they had did somebody die in a car crash or something or not even a car crash like heart attack or something of that nature so it wasn't the heart attack it was like no it was covid i'm letting you know that it was covid it was like but that's not the reason why he passed he's like that's not the reason why he did um he passed away was something different but you keep pushing one thing you keep pushing one thing that is unrelated to that was unrelated to another now you're trying to scare people into into uh doing something that you want them that you want them to do you said doing the um getting yeah mandating the covid vaccine it flu just disappeared out of flu like you said flu just disappeared that doesn't make any type of sense but it's like it just reminded me of that it was like how the numbers are inflated because if they if they show that the numbers that um that these how these many people died from COVID, it's important for you to go ahead and get the vaccine rather than really understanding that it was that um it may have be something completely unrelated. But when, like you said, people are being sheep and they believe what it is that they see rather than doing the research themselves, it gets people to hop in line and take a vaccine. They have no, they have no, um, they don't have any, um, what's the word I'm looking for? They don't have any knowledge of what it could do to them. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, it's very unfortunate that, you know, when, when you know that it's an issue in North Carolina is given lottery, uh, a lottery a million, you can win a million dollars for taking the vaccine. Like, come on. So you like, trying to on, coax man. people into taking the vaccine now? Like, they, they, that that just makes it even more unusual. But, um, but you know, uh, moving on to people our... Selling, uh, 
Yeah, uh, but moving on to the last uh, topic, um, this is one I'm passionate about because uh, it pisses me off and is more against people than against her herself. Um, but that's Simone Biles. She quit um, during the Olympics um, due to mental health. And um, lot, I've been back and forth with several people about this, um, especially the Duchess. And she's like, oh, well, you know, y'all are acting like mental health ain't a real thing. Now, so with, with her, it, it frustrates me because I am somebody who has gone to therapy several times while she hasn't. So I am somebody who understands how important mental health is because I sought help for my mental health. So, but I guess before I go too deep into it, um, when you, my issue is as an, as an athlete, as a former athlete, of course, never on her level, but when you start the game, you got to finish it. Like, unless you're injured, as far as a physical, where you physically can't do it due to an injury. Not a, man, she could have got hurt, things of that nature. Apparently, because they called it the twisties, that happens often, where you kind of lose yourself in the air and things of that nature. She even said it's happened to her before. It's just like, and then when you think, when you, she talks about, oh, I never really felt like this before. You know, I was real shaky. And I was like, wait, hold on. You, you quit because you had the jitters? Because you had butterflies like Michael Jackson? Like, that's your issue? And and I, I was like, you know, they, she made a blanket statement like mental health. And because mental health has been the forefront of a lot of things over the last year or two, it was just like, oh, okay, she, you know, take care of you. And yeah. she's like, and I'm, and I was going back and forth with her. I'm like, well, the issue is she, I feel like she made it about her because we're not, we're still not even talking about Suni Lee who actually won the gold in her place. <laughs> we're still talking about Simone Biles' mental health. Like, you know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you took the spotlight away from the team. If you didn't play, like if you show if you showed up to Japan, you were like, no. And before the competition started, you were like, I can't do this. And you took you you didn't even compete. That's a little different. Actually, for me, it's a lot different than you starting, and because you wasn't performing well, you decided to quit. Yeah. And that's my that's been my issue with it. I'll go deeper into it, but I want y'all uh um King Sean, starting with you to see, are you with me? Are you against me as far as how I feel? And then we can go into discussion on that. Oh, uh, like, like, this is how I feel about it. Mental health is real. I, I, I understand, I, I didn't hear the point where, I heard it from you. You were the first person to say about the when you start something, finish it point. And I agree with that. So I, I, I 100% agree with that. Um, but I think this goes back to like one of our previous episodes when I was talking about like how soft we are in America. Like being raised, like the way we're raised. 
um, the 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 proper term is mad soft. Yeah, man. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but seriously, but seriously, though, like yeah, it, yeah, yeah. just the way we're being raised from the sticks and stones to the the, the bullying, like like mm-hmm. like what, like I've seen I've seen bullying in movies. Like I've never experienced that or seen nobody personally be bullied. Mm-hmm. Like in my mm-hmm. life, like I'm not gonna say that it's not real, mm-hmm. but like I've always had parents that said, "Stick up for yourself." Don't let nobody put their hands on you, and don't mm-hmm. never put your hands on nobody unless they put their hands on you. Mm-hmm. They can say all they want to say; it don't mm-hmm. matter. And I'm from Baltimore, to where like you didn't have to keep up with the dozens of people, so like, like you had you had to you had to be quick with it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I mean, like the mental thing, I get it sometimes, but I don't get it. But at the same time, like I said, I know it's real, but. I'm like, I, only thing I can say is I'm with you when it comes to the, like you said, if you, if you start something, you got to finish it, especially in the sport. Like, that's mm-hmm. that's that's where I'm going to take it. But mm-hmm. I heard some white guy trying to, like, I guess, bash her, say far, so selfish or far, sociopath. I I thought he was like, yeah, like he was, he was Whoa. sound like a low key racist, a low key racist. 100%. He was 100% yeah. um, yeah. racist. Yeah, that's that they won't look at all. That's a wild boy. <laughs> he said, "Don't sound look at Maybe Mickey because he was he didn't call it the N word, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's a high enough Soci- key. Sociopath, like what? Wow. Yeah, you a wild boy, dog. You don't know. You, you either don't know what the sociopath means, or you racist. <laughs> See, <laughs> that's that's the only conclusion I can come up with. Uh, zero man, go ahead, man. What do What do you think? Yeah, I, I agree with you. Whatever you start, you gotta finish. Like you, you weren't performing very well. Like you said, if she had the jitters. Then it's like you can get yourself together. You can bounce. It's like you can bounce back. Yes. It's like you can bounce yes. back. It's no. There's no. There's no issue yes. with you being like, all right, let me get. Like dang, I I finished here. I still qualified. Let me get it together. Let me take a deep breath, and I know I can bounce back and get get it done the next time. But to just complete, like you said, the spotlight was completely taken off of everybody else who competed due to what the decision that you made. It's like. I'm not gonna go. I ain't gonna go as far as saying that she that she's um, a sociopath or whatever, whatever that mid key guy uh, decided to say. But it's like you know, you could have always bounced back. You could have always bounced back if you had the like. Look how it's like. He said it's not about how you start. It's about how you finish. You could have finished. He's like you could have finished strong. But like you said, the mental health. Using mental health and as big a as big a um, subject that is, it makes it really look. It, it's gonna divide people, especially when they think that you just did it. You did it just to do it, because mm-hmm. the thing about it is, what makes it even worse is the fact that she has been for the longest time calling herself the goat. Yo, stop taking my talking points, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, She's like, been calling I mean, herself. 
She's been calling herself the GOAT. GOAT this, GOAT that. Folks won't give me credit because I'm doing stuff that nobody else has done. And then when you don't perform to that GOAT status that you've been talking about for the last few years, now you're talking about mental health. It's like, it, <laughs> like it doesn't make sense. It, it, like it, it makes you look bad when you throw that in there, but it's, hey, but it's because yeah. it's a sensitive, <laughs> because it's a, that's a sensitive subject. People are going to look at it. <laughs> People are going to look at you like, is it really that? Or is it because you're not living up to what you were saying? On social media and interviews, everything that every form of media you've been saying, I'm not getting credit. I'm the goat this. You even, you even have a goat bedazzled on your uniform and you didn't perform where where you wanted to go to and that's when you Why decided you he took I, don't, I can't even say nothing he took over <laughs> what am I supposed to say uh, I'm what done I'm, say? I'm done what am I supposed to no continue it's like yo it makes absolutely no sense you put yourself in this position by the way that you've been talking and now, now here's the thing there's no problem with you feeling the way that you feel, but when it's time for you to step up and do what it is that you need to do and you don't perform and then you decide that, you know what, I'm going to step away because I'm going to step away because my mental health isn't all the way there. People are going to look at you like, but you're the GOAT. You got to persevere through this. That's all I got to say. Mm, 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 mm. Man, well, you know, they say he took all my talking points. <laughs> well, this has been the Between Brothers podcast. <laughs> we'll see you next week. <laughs> nah, all right. So I had a friend. I had a friend. We have a friend, Tim, who was talking about how white people, he was making it a racial thing. And um, which, you know, he's been very pro black nowadays. When, when we were in school, he used to claim that he was half white when he wasn't. Yep. But um, he didn't even look half white. But anyways, um, and you know, I loved him. He's one of my closest friends. But uh, he was. I said she mad soft. Commented, yes, she's mad soft. He goes, you know, I know that you don't believe that. When have I? Clearly, you forgot who I am. When do I say stuff that I don't believe? You know what I'm saying? So it's so that was that was, um, and I said why, and he never responded back because he, he, you know, he for whatever reason he didn't respond back. But it is what it is. Um, I think that people, I, I I I think people are letting her off the hook because she's a woman. Um, I think that's part of it because like Zero was saying. You put yourself out there as the goat, and you buckled under the pressure that you put yourself under. That's why I can't respect what you did. Everybody thought everybody thought you was the goat before you said it. You was on you was on interview saying, "I don't think anybody can beat me." Or what she was well, they asked her specifically, "Do you think anybody can beat you?" And you were like, "I don't know." Like instead of being like. You know, we we have good days and bad days. You never know. 
be like, eh. like she was kind of cocky with it. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, you know, like she she just said, I don't know because she didn't want to say no. Like that, I am the best, but you got bedazzled goat on your chest. I know I am. <laughs> you know, and and uh, and it's unfortunate because the issue now with when it comes to us as black people is we think that we need to defend all black people's actions. This is kind of this gives me vibes of free. Free, free OG, OG low. After he killed three people in cold blood, like no, you don't need to. I'm not saying that she killed three people. I'm saying, but you don't need to defend that. What she did was wrong. And I was talking to the Duchess, and I said, "You're changing the narrative. The narrative is that she quit. I don't care what her reason was for quitting. And I said, if she, and I said, if she wasn't a woman, we wouldn't, we would be calling her a quitter." We called LeBron James a quitter because he had a bad game. Because he had a bad game uh, 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 against Boston, even though the game before he dropped 40 something in a win. Like what? You know what I'm saying? Or we call, there's people who call Michael Jordan a quitter when he retired after his dad died. You know what I'm saying? And I was, and I told, I was telling the Duchess, I said, this ain't about sports. This is a life, this is a life thing. Zero said it best. Like, you can have a bad day and then persevere through it. And because on some real jump, USA was going to get silver no matter what, whether she did well or whether she did bad. The team is that talented enough to do that. If she would have continued to make mistakes, she was like, well, what if she would have hurt herself? You, as an athlete, you don't perform on what ifs. You shouldn't perform on what ifs. I was like, I play physical sports. I was like, I, I sprain, I've sprained my right ankle nine times. That never made me stop from trying to dunk. What if I stepped on somebody's foot for a 10th time and break it? You don't, that don't go through your mind. You know what I'm saying? Playing football. What if, what if I hit somebody and my neck twists a certain way and I get paralyzed? You don't think about that. You just go hit them. Boxing. What if, what if when I'm throwing this punch, he throws a shorter hook? I'm throwing a hook, he throw a shorter hook and knock my jaw, knock my head off my shoulders. You don't think about that. You think about laying in the hook. And so that's what I was trying to explain to her. Like you thinking of, you're trying to, you're taking it, you're taking it from an, a perspective of normal people. Athletes don't think that way. At least they, at least all the athletes I've known and as an athlete person, I never thought that way. Because the and moment yes, they start thinking that way is when they get hurt. When, or they, when, they, when you get hurt. So. What if know, I tear my ACL again? Y'all know one of my one of my biggest one of my best friends, um, Big Mike. He played he played in the NFL for a few years, and me and him had this conversation. He was like, "Yo, she's soft." Like he was like, as soon as he was like, "Let me." Say, he was like, "Man, what you think about Simone Biles?" I was like, "Mad soft," and they each started saying "soft" with me. <laughs> you know. And he played he played in the NFL for several years, so you know what I'm saying. So 
it was like, he was like, man, she just got the yips. She just got the jitters. And I'm like, I just don't like the whole blanket statement of I'm, I got mental health. And I'm like, I think people are just letting her off the hook because she's a woman. Because we've seen Michael Phelps. People call Michael Phelps a quitter when he retired from the sport temporarily so he can get his mental health in check. And he was having suicidal thoughts. And they said he was a quitter. Like you see, like, so that's my problem with it. Like I said, mental health is on the forefront lately. And th- shout out to people like Charlemagne the God who has allowed that to really be a conversation piece. But like I said, when it comes to what she did, she put that pressure on herself and she buckled under it. And except for persevering through it, like everybody else does throughout life, she just decided, all right, I'm just gonna hang it up. And then put all the pressure that she had on the teammates that didn't even want the pressure. So I'm like, no, that was selfish. And I was like, yeah, she, but I was like, but at the end of the day, the narrative should be that she quit. I was like, not that, oh, she's, oh, well, she quit because of mental health. So what? I don't care what the reason was that you quit. You know, and you know, I wish I could remember everything me and the judges were saying. I'm just like, yo, but that's, you keep changing the narrative. She quit, she quit, she quit. It don't matter. If you start something, you finish it, you know? And she's finished it 25, 24, 25 times with all her gold medals that she's won between the Olympics and the world championships and all these other things. But she didn't finish it. Well, let's be real. Nobody watches the world champ because people was like, oh, why do people care about gymnastics now? We only care about the gymnastics every four years. Yep. We never care about it. We don't care about wrestling until for, uh, uh, as far as Greco-Roman wrestling, unless it's the Olympics. We don't care about track unless it's the Olympics. We don't care about no Olympic sport unless it's the Olympics, except basketball. Like, let's stop acting like this is new. And that's, so, and I actually, matter of fact, I called her out. I said, here's here's something funny. I said, here's why you're a hypocrite, Duchess. And she's like, how am I a hypocrite? I said, you hated Tom Brady for leaving the Patriots. And he left, he told you why he left. He didn't say, oh, for my mental health. He said, I didn't feel like I was being treated right there for all the things that I've accomplished for this franchise. So that's why I left. And you hated him for it. You hated him for it. But this person just says, I'm not into it. And you just accept that. Like, wait, what? I'm like, what do you, what, what do you think Tom Brady was going through mentally being treated or mistreated for 20 years? Actually, I would let's say 10 years because he was he wasn't the best player on his team for his entire career. Yeah. Let's just say half, the second half of his of his tenure with the Patriots. He felt like he wasn't being treated right for all the things that he did. And he still kept fighting and fighting and fighting through it. She didn't, she chose not to fight through it. And that's where, that's where I believe that she saw. Because you didn't fight through it. You just, you just threw your hands up because, and I think it's because she wasn't performing well. And she might've been not performing well because her head wasn't in the game. But we've all had a coach tell you Get your head in the game. And then you get your head in the game. But I was like, you know, I, and they was like, oh, well, her teammates aren't complaining. They're not complaining in public. Somebody might write that tell-all book. <laughs> I'm waiting on the Mario Chalmers tell-all book about how much he hated playing with LeBron. But 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like, I'm joking, but like, you don't know what they're saying to her behind the scenes. You know what I'm saying? Because nobody knew about Steve Kerr getting punched in the face by Michael Jordan until Last Dance came out. Well, I knew about it beforehand, but a lot of people didn't know about that. You know what I'm saying? So, or how hard, like Steve Kerr one time was like, yeah, that year we went 72 and 10. We were just scared. Somebody else like he is too. It wasn't just Steve Kerr. Somebody yeah, else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's been in several fights in practice. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, but you know, people weren't like, you know, when it comes to Michael Jordan or, you know, I'm like, well, what, what do you think Kobe's mental health was when he was facing 18 years for raping somebody he didn't rape? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, like that's, that's what I'm talking about where you push through life, you push through hardship and she chose not to do that. And that's why I feel like she saw, even though, like I said, mental health is important. I am somebody who saw a therapist. I was like, but it was just like, oh, I'm jittery. You know, I, I just never felt that way. She didn't say, she didn't like, she was like, well, my girl was like, well, she she didn't, she don't have to explain nothing to nobody. When you're a celebrity, you do. I'm sorry. Because you're yeah, in that so spotlight all the time. Exactly. So it's like uh it's like Naomi Osaka. Yes, yes. And we're gonna get to her in a second, but let me just finish this point real quick. When you're a celebrity, you do, and she's a celebrity because she chose to be a celebrity. Because not every gymnast has been able to achieve the celebrity that she has. Gabby Douglas, who was who was on that pedestal before her was only got a one or two commercials. I see Sabone Biles on TV at all times. And now, and, and she's gotten more credit for quitting. She's on ESPN Instagram posts every single day. She's gotten more credit for quitting than she has for winning. And I don't agree with that. But um, go ahead, uh, uh, Zero, what you were just um, alluding to. Yeah, it was like uh, Naomi Osaka, because which confused me because I talked about it at work with a coworker. I said, isn't it ironic that Naomi Osaka, who's won, how I think she's won a few uh, majors. Um, yeah, a few grand slams. I know, I, know yeah. at, I know she's won at least two. Right, so, and then when she, I think she was at the French Open, and she decided that she wasn't going to continue because she didn't like uh, she didn't like talking to the media and then she didn't do Wimbledon four times same, the same champion okay so she uh, she didn't do Wimbledon and they were saying you know she was trying to get her mental health together it was like you know folks were looking at her yeah folks were it's like there's folks that are agreed with her getting her mental health together because like it's, it's a it's a big issue and other folks are questioning why she wasn't doing because it's like oh now you just don't want to talk to the media all of a sudden this and the third but what was ironic to me is that she wouldn't do she wouldn't play those last two grand slams but she's performing at the Olympics, which would be the biggest stage in the world. I would think if, if it's me, it's just me, but if it's me, honestly, if you were just going to prepare, you wanted to get your focus and prepare for the Olympics that were coming up in the summer, just say it. No, it's like, if you just want to, if you're preparing for that, prepare for that. It's like, you know, I'm much, I'm much rather 
I much rather uh, prepare and win gold for my country in my respective sport than go for the, than uh, playing the Grand Slams because of the pressure that would be put on for playing for my country rather than rather than do, playing in the Grand Slams. I'm, I may be wrong about this, but that's that's just that's just me. It's like to play on the biggest stage. I just want to participate just from the beginning. Yeah, it's like well, yeah. The only thing I I will participate in the Grand Slams and everything because that's my individual, like that's my individual achievements. Like, don't get me wrong, like the the World Olympics matter, but like I'm not saying they don't matter, but they They like it's not. It 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 don't it don't they don't. It don't, don't matter because, like, similar, similar to what um, uh, what I was talking about with men's basketball, the pinnacle of men's basketball is an NBA championship, not an Olympic gold medal. The pinnacle of of uh, of tennis is achieving Grand Slam wins. Nobody in the history of of, of tennis has ever been considered the GOAT because they win the Olympics. Nope. Carmelo Anthony has three gold medals and it doesn't matter what he well, has I, done I, in the I, Olympics. I don't, I don't want to put, I don't want to change this to a basketball topic because we already know that that doesn't matter. I'm talking about tennis where it may matter a little more. And she, and she, she again, she lost to the 49th ranked person in the damn uh, tournament. And she was like, because she felt a lot of pressure, but you didn't feel no pressure when you was going up against your idol and Serena Williams for a world championship for a Grand Slam. Like, what what are we talking about right now? And somebody was like, "Oh, it's for their country. It's for her country." No, she saw. She saw because she didn't want to get interviewed. She's always winning. Why are you mad about people asking you how did you win? How does it feel to win? What what what? Are we kidding? Are we kidding? You need to check your mental health because people are praising you. What's going on? Like, like, what's going on right now? These, like, this generation, twenty-five and under, is mad soft, man. Like, especially that age group for some reason. Oh, I'm all about mental health and things of that nature. One person I know was like, "Oh, I'm all about work-life balance." I'm like, no, you can't. There's no, there's no such thing as work-life balance. Work, bust your behind. And then get your then get your life, you know what I'm saying? Like you know they say uh, uh, like like uh, <laughs> no no. And what here, here's here's what I mean by that because we've been fooled. We've been told our entire lives by our parents who did it the wrong way that we need to work until we're sixty and then live for the last twelve years of our live the life of our dreams for the last twelve years. No, we should have been grinding in our twenties, grinding in our thirties, and living. The Bible says, enjoy your wife and her youth. I ain't trying to, I mean, I love I love my girl, but I ain't trying to give her the life she deserves when she only got six months to live. No, grind that crap out. And then when we got passive income, um, passive income, residual income, uh, 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 shoot, earned income, so great that we can do whatever the hell we want when we want, and we're 38, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, work-life balance. No, you. I, what you want balance for when you ain't even work? And you don't work. You think clocking in and clocking out is working. It ain't working. You ain't doing nothing. You know what I'm saying? I don't care how hard you think you work. You ain't working hard enough if you ain't got nothing else going on outside your job. That's how I feel about it personally. But like back to the Olympics, you know, she this 
like I said, I think this blanket statement of mental health is starting to cover everybody's situation. A boxer by the name of Ryan Garcia, Oscar De La Hoya's new golden boy, had stopped, didn't want to fight because he wanted to get his mental health in check. And then what happened? The next fight, Devin Haney has a fight. He gets rocked in the 10th round. The dude wins every round. He dominated the whole fight. He gets rocked late in the fight, right before the bell rings. He recovers, beats the guy up some more, wins the fight, you name his decision. And then he goes on Instagram. If that was me, I would have knocked you out. No, you could have proved that in the fight that you were supposed to fight last week, that you quit or that you didn't show up to because your mental health, and guess how old he is, he's like 22. That's what I'm talking about, man. These kids are soft. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, what are we, what are we doing? What, what, did, what did our generation previous to us do to make that generation so fragile, mentally so fragile? And you know, look, if whatever, if she has other things going on, which my, um, the Duchess is like, well, she went, she was raped and she was doing that. Yeah, I, I don't, I've never been raped. I don't know what that's like, but I would assume that if you've been through that, if you overcame that to win 25 gold medals, you can get over jitteries. <laughs> that's all I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? So, but and for anybody listening that's not downplaying what she went through, because they were upplaying it because she went through something so vicious and overcame that. You should be able to. That's how I feel. You should so, be able to overcome something as like the, the shakes, the yips, the jitters. You know what I'm saying? How whatever term you want to call it. And that's why. I, and I, like I said, I think she took so much focus off the team. And then when they were asking her questions, she kept answering the questions except for redirecting it to the team. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, no, you still making this about you. And I don't respect that. But you know, she don't, she, she, I'm a nobody compared to her. So it is what it is. But you know, so she don't gotta listen to me. But that's just how how I feel about the whole situation. And it's pissing me off because I I'm antagonizing her even though I don't think she should be antagonized, but I don't think she should be praised as a hero either. And that's where, that's why I'm antagonizing her because she's being praised like a hero for quitting. Oh, well, imagine what she went through, what kind of type of pressure she was feeling if she felt like the best thing for her to do was walk away. Shut up, walk away before you compete then. Don't, don't, you only, you, if she was dealing with that and she was still performing well, we would have never heard about no mental health. Facts. But I, I'm done with it. I'm done with my rant. Y'all go ahead and, uh, and, and, and add anything that you need. But I'm done. That's, I'll send you two cents. Nah, I said what I needed to say. That 95 through 2000, 2005 class, they, they're a little weird. <laughs> Soul, mad soul. Fucking widows. <laughs> I just, yeah, so, but, yeah, I'm just, you know, hopefully she can bounce back from this and hope, I don't even know if she'll be able, she's 24, so I'm not even sure she'll be able to compete in another Olympics. Um, and, uh, and, you know, the Duchess is saying like, oh, you don't really care because you can't see it. Like if she broke her leg or something like that. And I was like, yeah, 
There's an oh. age limit on the Olympics. No, but you know it's just physical get, performance. Exactly. Oh, you know, God, as okay. you get older, she's gonna be close to thirty with all that pounding on her body yeah, over the next four years. Yeah. I don't think she'd be able to compete in another Olympics. And um, you know, but she was. I was like, I said, you know, the funny thing is, we've acted like this stuff never mattered, like it, it or like it, it never mattered until today. Because she was like, oh well. We uh, you know, just because you don't see it, that doesn't that doesn't mean it's not important. I was like, yeah, actually, it does. That's exactly what it means. I was like, the first of all, we've been living by in a society where they say seeing is believing. <laughs> so like, we can't, you know. I was like, also, I was like, I'm just gonna give you an example. We had, we had, um, Greg Hardy have a report of what he did to a woman. And he was still Ray able to play me. And Ray Rice had a video. We didn't give a damn about that white lady that he did that stuff to. But we saw Ray Rice hit his now wife, knock her out, and not really even show any remorse for knocking her out. You know, so... Um, you know, it's like I remember when I was going through my court situation with my ex-wife and um, she said I used to abuse her. Zero has been present to my ex-wife attacking me with a knife and I didn't put a hand on her. But for some reason I was this violent, abusive person that, you know, no other relationship I've been in has seen this side of me for some reason. But according to her, I'm this violent, abusive person. When we went to court, she tried to bring that up. Now, she had a point because I assaulted the person she was cheating on me with. Um, but they were like, well, yeah, we see what he did to your fiance, which, you know, we're not saying that he was right about it or he was justified for it he should have handled it differently but we under, but the court does understand um blacking out or fit of rage they they but they were like where are your injuries so they didn't believe her because she had no pictures of injuries no reports of an injury no doctor bill nothing Right. She just had her hearsay. She she just had hearsay or word of mouth or whatever you want to call it. So it was just like we we know it's always been that way that we need to see it for us to believe it. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, what the great American philosopher Marvin Gaye in um, um, heard it through the grapevine. He says. Believe half of what you see and none of what you hear. So even you know he was saying, you, yeah, you can't trust everything you see, but you can trust it the more than what you what it sound like. Because anybody so, could say that anybody could come out and portray you as a monster. One hundred percent, and that's what my ex wife tried to. She tried to portray me as this monster that I've never been. You know what I'm saying? So. Um, so it's just it's just uh, unusual that now all of a sudden we don't need to see anything. We just need to take her word for it. 
and all this other stuff. And it's just like, oh, if she had some real mental health issues, I hope she gets it. But I just think it was a cop out because she buckled under her own pressure. But yeah, that's all I got. So, um, any uh, what are you guys' parting shots, man? We can go ahead and wrap this up. Parting shots. We gotta raise these kids better, man. We gotta stop. We gotta stop letting them be so soft. I challenge everybody to take their kids electronics if they got electronics for at least two hours of the day and take them outside at least for the summer make them go do something I don't care if it's just lock them outside tell them they ain't coming here unless they gotta use the bathroom and get some water that's it mm-hmm. like make them do something man make them do something mm-hmm. that's all I got zero finish what you start there you go yeah, that's just a fact of life. Um, and this is where you start. Uh, no negotiations, you know. But um, my partner shot is uh, Simone Biles. Though I don't agree with your decision, I wish you nothing but the best. There's no hard feelings. I don't know you, but I think you mad soft. I think Naomi Osaka's mad soft. And I think that they have ruined the term Black Girl Magic because there was nothing magical about what y'all just put the, displayed in front of the entire world. Naomi Osaka, she, oh, she, she played for the Americans this year? Nah, she, she played for Japan. 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 She's not black. <laughs> <laughs> Man, her she daddy's Nigerian, dog. I, I don't care. <laughs> she didn't, she didn't No, her daddy's Haitian. Oh, Haitian? Yeah, mm-hmm. he, he Asian. Yeah, I'm. I'm pretty sure. It's Asian. I'm pretty sure. It's yeah, Asian. yeah. I just. Yeah, because I still haven't put him. She's Asian. Yeah. Yeah. Yo, she's not. What she I mean? not representing for. She's not representing for eighty. So she. Yeah. I was like, you yellow as a motherfucker. As a motherfucker. Yo, you know what I'm confused. Yo. Oh, I, y'all some wild just, boys. Man. Just Yo, like, I need just, to. Just like Giannis is playing for France. When, or when he need to be playing for Nigeria, because he's Nigerian. Is, he's not playing for nobody. He's, y'all nah. not playing for nobody. Well, usually he nah. do, but... Or, or, no, I don't think he's ever playing for the Olympics, but he's supposed to play for Greece. Or well, Greece, but regardless, he's Nigerian. He's you know, I need, represent for Nigeria. I know I need to upgrade, because the king got the... Uh, Got the Chevron logo above his head. <laughs> he got the eat. Lando got eaten <laughs> plate and fork, and I got an open closet. What is up? That is up. And I and like the great American philosopher Mike Tyson once said, I eat. Eat, eat, and see if the lunch. Also, I'll eat his kids. <laughs> oh, man. But, man, you know, uh, appreciate you guys for another episode. Um, again, again, um, we're going to be uploading this on YouTube um, here. 
Uh, every Friday now, we're going to be on YouTube. Um, clips as well as full episode. Um, we're also going to have, uh, um, again, follow us on uh, Facebook. Join the Between Brothers Podcast group. Just type in the Between Brothers Podcast um, in your groups and you'll be able to find us. Um, also, um, subscribe to us on Spotify. Subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, uh, Anchor.fm. Listen to it on that. And you can also hear us on AstermediaLLC.com. You can go to the uh, um, to the podcast tab and it'll play the podcast straight from the website. Um, much support. Um, thank you for everything. Also follow us on uh, on uh, um, BTWN Bros Podcast on Twitter and um, Aster.media on Instagram. Um, so yeah, once again, we appreciate everybody who uh, has tuned in so far and supported us and you know we're gonna keep trying to give you um good content and good conversations and please please join the conversation on the uh on the facebook group um you know we definitely need more people conversing on there um and debating and things of that nature uh because it, it's what keeps it fun um but yeah so um that's it for us tonight um and uh happy uh happy birthday to my big brother turning 35 tomorrow and we'll uh, see y'all next week. Happy birthday, brother. Thank In you. Between Brothers Podcast. Well, Peace out. Good.